0: You're listening to Comedy Central. February 3rd,
1: 2020. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Our guest tonight is an international Formula One superstar. Daniel Ricciardo is here, everybody! Also on tonight's show, the president can't pick on someone his own size, the Democratic primary race is officially underway, and Jordan Klepper gets impeached from a Trump rally. So let's catch up on today's headlines. (music) Let's kick it off with the Super Bowl. Yesterday's big game was very exciting. Like, I don't know why they don't just make every football game the Super Bowl, you know? That way you get more people watching. And the best thing about it is, even if you don't like the sport, you're bound to find something else exciting.
0: Superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes leading the charge in a thrilling comeback, defeating the San Francisco 49ers. Mahomes making history at just 24 years old, becoming the youngest quarterback to be named Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to Disney World.
1: Shakira and Jennifer Lopez wowed the crowd, singing and dancing up a storm.
0: There's one person, though, at the Super Bowl who wasn't that impressed. Check <laughs> I out this, this guy. One fan in the stands. <laughs> we got a picture of this. This guy is out cold. A sports reporter caught him catching some the <laughs> game. He most likely, of course, paid a lot of money to score a seat. The average price for a
1: Super Bowl ticket is close to seven grand. Okay, 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 there are two ways to see this. Either you can be mad because this guy wasted a lot of money just to miss an incredible experience, or you can see it as this dude bawling out so hard, he spent $7,000 just to take a nap. That's a surf. But seriously, how, how chaotic is this guy's life? That he's like, I need to go to the Super Bowl just so I can have a quiet place to sleep. Like, how noisy is his home? He must have, like, 13 kids, and every one of them is Bernie Sanders. Dead! Dead! (laughs) Dead! I can't find my toys! The DNC stole them from me! Dead! Dead! But we're we're just kidding around. This guy is clearly dead. Now, um... The big moment from last night that everyone was talking about, or raving about, rather, was J-Lo and Shakira. They killed it. They really killed it. But... But some people were really pissed that J-Lo pulled out a stripper pole to do some moves... Now, look, I understand some parents might be angry because there are kids who watch the game. So, for all those parents, just tell your kid J Lo's a fireman. All right, problem is solved. <laughs> right, and here's another thing J Lo spent months learning how to be a professional pole dancer for her movie Hustlers. Let me say something. If I spent that much time learning how to pole dance, I would be pole dancing every chance I get. <laughs> I don't care where I am, I would be doing it. I'd be in the subway, like, jump on it, let's do it. Right Moving on, after months of campaigning, the Iowa caucus is tonight. It's a make-or-break night for a lot of the candidates, which is why they are pulling out all of the stops. The Iowa caucuses are being held as the first votes are cast in the Democratic race for president.
0: It's anyone's race. Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, all in the hunt. The Democratic candidates for president making their final pitches to voters. Joe Biden literally reached out to Drake student Adam Cook to help him find the best doctor for his Crohn's disease. Cook is now torn between Biden and Warren.
1: (laughs) Wait, Biden helped that kid? find a top doctor, and he's still torn about who he's voting for? (laughs) So what, that kid's gonna show up to the caucus like, Joe Biden saved my life, but I think I could have a beer with Elizabeth Warren, so I'm voting for her, I'm voting for her. (laughs) I will say this, I get why Biden helped him find the doctor, but at the same time, Warren's healthcare plan would pay for the doctor. And buying you stuff wins every time, yeah. That's why Christmas is more about Santa than it is about Jesus, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus helps you find your way to heaven, but Santa's bringing you a PS5, baby. (laughs) And finally, yesterday was Groundhog Day, which leads me to ask, what the hell is Groundhog Day? (laughs) People pull a rodent out of the ground and then ask the animal to predict the weather? I'm sorry, this is so unfair, because if Africans were doing shit like this, and you heard that we pulled animals out of the ground? Like, there are villages in Africa where people wear animal skin. And if I tried to explain to them that Americans use groundhogs to predict the weather, they'd be like, ah, but why not use the satellite data, huh? All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. There is no denying that this weekend was a big one for President Trump. And not just because the chef at Mar-a-Lago made boob-shaped burgers. No, it was big because Republican senators stopped witnesses from testifying at Trump's impeachment trial. And it wasn't for the reason that you might
2: think. This weekend, more Senate Republicans admitted the president's actions were wrong and bad, but they insist not impeachable.
0: I agree he did something inappropriate, but I don't agree he did anything akin to treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanor. Well, I mean, if you have eight witnesses who say someone left the scene of an accident, why do you need nine? I mean, the question for me was, do I need more evidence to conclude that the president did what he did? And I concluded,
1: no. That has to be one of the most gangster arguments I've ever heard of Senator give. <laughs> no more witnesses because I already know what Trump did, okay? Yeah, that would be like if a cop pulled you over and asked, sir, do you know how fast you were going? You're like, yeah, I have a speedometer. <laughs> Now we done here because I got to get to the party before this buzz wears off. (laughs) But yes, after months, after months of claiming Trump did nothing wrong, many key Republicans have now settled on, look man, it was bad, but not kick the guy out bad. Yeah, Republicans basically treat Trump like white people treat their dogs, you know? Sure, it tore up all the furniture, pooped on the floor and bit the neighbor's kid, but who can stay mad at that face? (laughs) Who can stay mad at that face? He just wanted a quip-o-quo. He wants a quip-o-quo. Who wants a quip-o-quo? You want a quip-o-quo. So, so without witnesses, the trial is scheduled to wrap up on Wednesday. And this will probably be the end of the impeachment trial of Donald Jazeera Trump. And with impeachment no longer weighing him down, Trump had the opportunity to spend time with his loved ones. Specifically, Sean Hannity, Fox News host and guy who definitely names his guns. Well, on Sunday, Hannity sat down with Trump for an exclusive pre-Super Bowl interview where he asked the president all of the hard-hitting questions.
0: I love sports. I think sports mirror life. You know, you gotta learn to win. Sometimes you don't always win. What do you love about sports? Well, it is. It's sort of a little bit of a microcosm of life. You know, you have winners, you have champions, you have people that you expect to see that final play. You have great coaches like Belichick. Uh, You have people that you expect more out of, and oftentimes they produce. Then you have people that you just don't expect they're going to do it, and oftentimes they don't. It's a microcosm of life.
1: people you don't expect things from, and then they don't deliver. (laughs) And also, did did Trump just rephrase what Hannity said to him and make it sound like it was his own idea? Because Hannity goes, I think sports mirrors life. And Trump is like, actually, for me, I think sports mirrors life. But hey, that's just my opinion. I don't know. I will say, though, I was impressed that Trump used the word microcosm. Yeah. And correctly, too. Yeah, because if he ever used that word, I would have expected something more like, the Playboy Mansion, 1986. I had the most intense microcosm of my life. So good. So But, But Trump didn't spend the whole conversation sharing his deep, meaningful thoughts about sports. No, he also shared his quick, shallow thoughts about the Democratic candidates.
3: A lightning round here, Um,
0: I'm just gonna throw out a name, whatever comes to your mind, we'll start with Joe Biden. I just think of Sleepy, I I just watch him, he's Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Bernie Sanders. Well I think he's a communist, I mean, you know, look, I think of communism when I think of Bernie, Now, you could say socialist, but did he get married in Moscow? Michael Bloomberg. Uh, very little, I just think of little, you know, now he wants a box for the debates to stand on. Okay, it's okay, there's nothing wrong. You could be short. Why should he get a box to stand on, okay? He wants a box for the debates.
1: He wants a box? I know you might be wondering, what is Trump talking about? The answer is, no one knows. (laughs) Is it true, did Trump make this up? Did somebody put magic mushrooms on Trump's boob burger? We don't know. Could have imagined all of this while he was tripping. One thing is for sure, Trump, has put Bloomberg in an awkward situation. This is the genius of Donald Trump. I don't care what anyone says, because some candidates do use boxes. But now, if Bloomberg asks for a box, it's gonna be a huge deal. So he's gonna to have to figure out another solution at the debate. Like maybe Bloomberg can convince the DNC to give the debates a 70s theme so he can show up in these platforms. Maybe that would work. <laughs> Now, Bloomberg could have chosen to respond in a number of ways. He could have stayed with the hype theme and said, screw the box, I'm going to stand on my bank statements that show how much richer I am than you. But instead, instead, the Bloomberg campaign tried to hit Trump where it hurts. Bloomberg's campaign firing back, calling the president a pathological liar who lies about everything,
0: his fake hair, his obesity, and his spray-on tan.
1: his fake hair, his obesity, and his spray on tan. God damn, what a low blow. Although for Michael Bloomberg, every blow is a low blow, but you know, yeah, when he drops the mic, it doesn't fall that far. It's crazy though, that this is what politics looks like right now. Although you have to admit, it'll make history class a lot less boring down the road. All right, teachers in the future will be like. And then, in the year 2020, the president called Bloomberg a tiny little box elf. Then Bloomberg responded, "Oh yeah, nice to pay you, fat." <laughs> and yes, that's gonna be on the quiz this Friday, everybody. <laughs> but wherever Trump's Bloomberg story came from, it shows you how good Trump is at playing the media, because now. A story that trump completely made up has gotten so big it's all the news wants to talk about
0: we have looked into this so-called box gate situation and we have not been able to find any proof that michael bloomberg wants a box he also
3: suggested some sort of conspiracy theory that bloomberg was working with the dnc to be able to stand on a box during the debate we have no evidence that that is true i don't mean to get and the weeds on this, Kevin, did he ask for a box or not?
2: Is that true or not? He, he did not uh, ask for a box. Despite Trump's claim, there is no evidence <laughs> that Bloomberg is asking <laughs> to stand on a box. And there's nothing wrong with standing <laughs> on boxes. Man, you know, you know what?
1: Sometimes, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I feel like sometimes the news in America is so full of shit. right? <laughs> no, because they make it sound like they're upset about what Trump said and that they're fact-checking it. But all they really want to do is repeat his insults all day. Yeah, because it's great for ratings. It really is. I mean, boxes? You know what they remind me of? They remind me of that kid in school that acted like your friend while being a jerk to you. You know, that kid would come up and be like, hey, I heard Brian say that your mama's so dumb she needs a lifeguard when she takes a bath. But that's not true, right? He's so mean. Brian's mean. (laughs) I would never say that. I didn't repeat it to everybody else. (laughs) And here's why this is so disappointing for me. After the 2016 election, Cable News in particular said they realized they made a mistake by amplifying everything Trump said. They said that, right? Which only helped him. We know that it helped him. And so they said, we won't do it again. But now the election is around the corner and they can't resist that sweet Trump juice. Back at it. Oh, is Bloomberg too short to stand on the debate? debate?" (laughs) And one thing is for sure, when Trump says shit like this, it creates yet another distraction from what really matters. Like the fact that people in his own party are admitting that they think Trump is guilty, whilst also making sure that his trial is so short, not even a box will help it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. Now that President Trump's impeachment trial is wrapping up, a big question is, What did his supporters think of the scandal? Well, our own Jordan Klepper went on the road to find out.
3: Last week, I went to tropical Iowa. Again. And while all eyes there have been on the Democratic candidates, a certain recently impeached former reality TV star showed up in town to get his own cup of Iowa nice.
0: Top train!
1: Choo-choo! It's just fing awesome.
0: That is fing love? Yeah! (laughs) Megan!
3: Oh shit! I've had nightmares of that shirt. Been to a Trump rally before? No sir. What are your expectations? Truth. Truth. At a Trump rally? Yeah. Good luck. However, all anyone's been talking about is the impeachment. And while 69% of Americans wanted to hear from witnesses like John Bolton, Senate Republicans wouldn't allow it. So what did these folks think of the trial as it nears its end? I think the impeachment trial itself is a joke, period. It's a shit show.
1: We think it's a complete sham. He what? hasn't done anything wrong.
3: How did we get here with no evidence? He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Very well said. do well, it right. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. So we should let everybody testify. Correct. Paul... Yes. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. No. 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 Do you think John Bolton should testify? No. Why not? Well, he could testify, but I think he's uh, vengeful for getting fired from his job. I think he's a liar. John Bolton's a liar. Absolutely. There should be a system set up where he takes an oath, and then under oath he tells the truth. Otherwise, he's punished. I think there should be, yes. And maybe there's a judge who's put in charge. Like the highest judge in the land. Right. Appointed by a Republican. And then we could all... See what he has to say. Would you be for a system like that? Sure. While they seem to want firsthand information from witnesses, they definitely didn't want witnesses with firsthand information. Regardless, they're sticking to Trump's favorite old defense. I've read the transcript for verbatim, not verbatim, but I've read the transcript meaning like I've watched everybody read it on the news. I that, haven't that, seen the transcript. You know that's not what reading the transcript means. But you watch people read the transcript. Right, I haven't personally read the transcript. Have you read the transcript? No. <laughs> it is. I, I have. Spoiler alert, he asked a foreign country to interfere in our election. It's crazy, right? It's f***ing crazy. You know what? I've explored this one before. But luckily, Trump has two or five new airtight legal defenses. There's no, whatever that word is, quid pro quo. <laughs> My lips are cold. It, it's, right? it's hard to say. Right. <laughs> it's even... A, It was harder to convince other people that it happened. New word I just learned, yeah. There's no crime that's been... um, There's no crime that he's been accused of. What does that mean? What? What do you you mean? They've not
2: made an accusation or um, brought an actual uh, penal code. Um, Yeah. You can tell he hasn't done anything
1: wrong just by uh, his demeanor. I mean... Uh. He would be trying to hide things.
3: If you were blocking witnesses or evidence or something like that, you'd be like, oh, you're hiding something. But otherwise... Right. right. He's returns. saying,
1: let him, let him see everything.
3: Let him see everything. I'll
2: there. prove whatever you want
1: Want me to prove.
3: Right. But Trump is blocking witnesses. I don't care. Oh. But we were saying earlier that if you're blocking something, it shows that you have something to hide.
2: Did Obama hide his birth certificate?
3: He did, and Trump found that thing, and it said he was an American citizen. Yeah. I know, so, so. so who's got egg on their face? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who has egg on their face? Well... So what do these supporters see in our impeached president's future? They're going to uh, impeach him again. Is it going to be another yeah, I, impeachment? I, 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 probably all the way to, uh, for five more years. Did you feel the impeachment was a distraction? Not at all. I don't think he's got uh, skin that is, is about as thick as it gets. Donald Trump is? Yeah, th- thick skin. He, thick skin. He gets mad if a celebrity makes fun of him on Twitter. Well, the... Uh, um, it's good. I I like his tweetings. He should take a victory
2: lap. It should have already happened.
3: Yeah, yeah. What should he do? Alan Dershowitz got O.J. off. O.J. wrote a book. Dershowitz hey. gets Trump off. Trump yeah. reads a book. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Let's say it happens tomorrow. Trump right. beats impeachment. Trump can get on to running the country.
2: Exactly, like he, like he has been doing for the past three and a half years now. I mean, and now with,
3: with, like, no impediments, no checks, no balances. Exactly. They
2: need to have, like, more restrictions on who can just come up with articles for for impeachment when nothing's been done. Who's in Donald Trump's way going forward? The only people that would be in his way are other Republicans trying to get in office.
3: Yeah, he's finally, he's evolved this presidency into a dictatorship that we could all understand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do these folks care at all about our president declaring himself absolute ruler? I think I might know the answer. I don't care. Exactly.
1: Step, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Daily Show. My guest tonight is a Formula One driver currently competing for Renault. He is featured in season two of the Netflix docuseries Formula One Drive to Survive. Please welcome Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> Welcome to the daily show thanks it's this is warm. so 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 good having you here I, i've been a fan of formula one my entire life i know most americans are like what is that mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that is changing and i think a lot of it has to do with this new show on netflix ha- have you felt the change in your life because you 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 one of it is it's not even an exaggeration to say you're one of the best drivers not of just that of like drivers mm-hmm. in the world like,
2: that's who you are. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, like, you are. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, no, I am. <laughs> I'm very, very modest. Um, <laughs> ju- judging by the, the audience, yeah, I, I definitely feel the um F1's becoming, it's it's becoming much more of a thing here in the States, you know, yeah. Drive to Survive, put it on the map, um, and it's been cool, you know, I, I, I spent a bit of time in the States, and up until a year ago, not really anyone would say hi to me, Um, no no, in a bad way but (laughs) recognize recognize me for for being an F1 driver and and now it's all yeah we we saw you on Netflix, it was great, Drive to Survive and, um, and we touched on it before, you know we wear helmets so not really many people can see our face a lot of the time so putting a name or a face to a name is yeah, that what you yeah, say yeah the yeah the face to the name
1: and, helps. And, and I think a face to the sport as well one thing that I know a lot of people have loved about you in the show is getting to know Daniel Ricciardo so I mean those who know you in the sport like a lot of people refer to you as the clown prince you know they'll be like no they go like because you, you're also one of the most charismatic drivers a lot of the drivers are very serious they're like I drive you know like that'll be like the interview yeah. you'll be like what do you like the car was fast we drive <laughs> <laughs> You're always making jokes, like a race won't go well, you'll, 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 you'll take it and be like, I'm gonna get faster, but you, you always make a joke about it, you, you have fun with it. Is that, is that because you're Australian? Is that because of your family? No, I really want to know, like, yeah. why are you so so chilled and still so good?
2: Uh, well, firstly, I think those others that are a little bit um, like that, yeah. they, don't, they don't help the sport, <laughs> they don't help it. And uh, No, I think, you know, for me, I've... I think yeah, growing up in Australia, you know, growing up with sunshine and uh, you know, live close to the beach, it, it's kind of just uh, I don't know, it, it, it turns your personality into a bit of happiness. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing like I'm doing my dream job, you know, and and it's, right. you have to be reminded sometimes, you know, you, you get so competitive and sometimes so caught up in it that you do forget like a little bit of perspective. And uh, it is my dream job. Like I travel the world to drive. Cars in circles, which is pretty awesome. So, I mean, there's there's some turns here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you. Are, I mean, the way you described it made it sound like an, a
1: traveling Uber driver, but that's not. I don't think that's what you meant, because you go around. There, there are there are for those like people who don't know the sport. You know, Formula One is a sport where you have. The fastest cars ostensibly in the world that can corner faster than anything. Is it true that you can drive that car upside down in a tunnel? I've heard this said many
2: times. Can you? Yeah, I've never done it. Um, but you, they say you can, right? Yeah, so through through the, um, it's called downforce. Right. So the cars are very, um, let's say, aerodynamically sound, uh, that they, they produce what, what is the grip is a lot of this downforce. So yes. it's like the car is like a vacuum to the track. So I guess at a certain speed, we could pretty much go upside down in a tunnel and the vacuum effect would keep us upside down. I think you should should do that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd make great TV. There needs to be one racetrack where every car has to go upside down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's, let's let Vin Diesel try it first. Um, You, you, you grew up in a world where you wanted to be a race car driver. Um, What a lot of people don't know about this sport is how hard it is to get into the sport, how hard it is to stay in the sport. You have so few drivers who are competing for every single spot. The story that we saw about you is really interesting, you know, because you were at Red Bull, you, you were having a really successful season, and then you decided to take a chance and move to Renault. They were changing their car, they were changing engines, they were changing really what they were doing, and you took this chance. Like, is that, like, challenging as a driver? Because it's not just you, but it's also the car as well. Is that, is that ever, like, a tough situation to be in as a race car driver, where it's, like, your talent versus the car's talent?
2: yeah absolutely that's you know there's it's probably the one thing i i dislike about my chosen profession you know it's it's unfortunately it's not like tennis where you can only blame the racket so much you okay. know it's it's pretty much i mean <laughs> some some like to smash the racket a few times but uh anyway um the, you know it is there is a lot of equipment it is a very equipment dependent but you know that's that's the sport and then you know your your job is to try and put yourself in the best team to yeah. give you the best equipment but uh it's it's like a technology you know battle um, with the manufacturers and it's it's crazy but you know I think to get on the grid and there's you know twenty drivers right um, that's obviously an achievement in itself but then You obviously wanna be the best and and get yourself at the top. You've seen yourself on the podium multiple times. You know, you've had opportunities to pop the champagne and
1: celebrate. I can't imagine what that feeling must be like. I've always wanted to know though, as an F1 driver, how do you drive in real life? (laughs) Like if I was on the freeway, would I know that it's you? (laughs) Or would
2: I be disappointed to see that it's you? (laughs) Probably disappointed. I, I feel like you're all expecting a, a pretty fun answer, but it's it's not... Are you uh, just, like, a chilled-out, yeah. like, just cruise along? Yeah. Do you sing in the car? Yeah, I do. I feel like you're singing, yeah. You seem like the sing-in-the-car type. Yeah. I, I All I need is my music in the car, and, and I'm, I'm good, so... Um, and do you ever I, sing while you're driving on the racetrack? Yeah. Like, in your head? Yeah, yeah. Because oh. sometimes the race might be a bit, like, boring, I guess, so... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta <to> entertain myself. <laughs> what is the best song you sing while racing? Like, what is a song
1: where like, it just gets you going when you're going around? Um, oh, I'm on the spot now. Uh, Cause like, I, I know feel... when I'm, when I'm driving fast, I'll sing Shakira. Ooh. <laughs> like always. Oh baby, when you talk like you'll make man. Don't need my, don't need my. That's like my, that's, that's my thing. I love it.
2: <laughs> Do you have anything? I guess the question well two questions yes did you love seeing her yesterday yeah yeah of course she's amazing your hips do they lie
1: (laughs) this interview just became R-rated so we're gonna have to end it thank you so much for being on the show my friend it's really good to have you here season two a Formula One drive to survive will be available on Netflix February 28th. You really want to watch the show. It's so amazing. Daniel Ricciardo, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor
0: Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central
2: and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.